What in the world was that? <sighs> hey, it'd have been all good if we just got blown out, right? It would have been all good. We've kind of been expected, all right, in Utah, the elevation, the young guys, they don't play. All right, fine, cool. Um, I don't know where to begin. I just got done with my breakdown. Once again, if you're not familiar with me or the channel, I break down every Warrior game on my patron, about 12 to 14 minutes, first quarter to fourth quarter. It's a fast pace, a lot of takes, a lot of unapologetic takes, as well as some basketball knowledge, right? It's just, at least I think it's knowledge. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I don't know where to begin. I don't know where to begin. I guess let's start with James Wiseman, right? It, it, you saw the video yesterday and in my my uh, proposal that this was going to be a showcase game for James Wiseman, and he plays five minutes. He plays five minutes. You know, a part of me still believes that part of calling him up then and bringing him to Utah was so they could see him like in person, see how physically impressive he looks warming up and stuff like that. Um, in his five minutes, I think his screens looked better. They were much wider. He was setting them up much wider and he's getting a little closer. I saw a couple ones where he was too far away set up, but he's, he's setting up closer to the body and he's setting up wide, which are two huge steps in the right direction. The third would be like, hold it, right? Hold it. And so he's still leaving a little early, but you saw the same timing issues defensively. Guys turning the corner and he takes this big load up jump. Part of it is he doesn't recognize and flip his hips in time, but then there's another element of where he takes a, he's, he's not quick off the ground. I, I, that's not true. I've seen him quick off the ground, but he, he loads up his jumps. And so he's like two seconds late on his shot contest. It's just, it's the same old thing. Um, put a mouse in the house, put somebody in the basket. He had a couple rebounds, right? It was, it was all right. It wasn't bad. Like I'm not here to hate on him. And that's even more reason why I was like, well, why didn't we see more of him in those circumstances? Right? It seems as though maybe that there is a clash between the st coaching staff in the front office with him. And they're like, they're like, Hey, no, he's, he, he's back. Got to play him. And they're like, yeah, 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 we'll play him five minutes. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Your guess is as good as mine. I thought that that was five minutes is just too little. You know, how about 10, five in each half is too much to ask for. And I don't know. Um, Jordan Poole, you know, I don't, he's 36 points, right? And, and it's, it's a lot of the time it's more style than substance. It's loud. It's, it's a loud 36. And so I think that the consensus is probably like, well, Poole, he had a really good night. Like he shot well, but his overall floor game, he didn't, play as well as his numbers suggested right the turnovers he had six of them obviously we know you know the defining turnover of the game but he's just he just i don't know about you we've been talking about it on my patron like he makes you he makes you nervous with the ball in late game crunch time situations he makes me nervous right it's he, how many times can you slip stepping dribbling with the ball it's a sign you're trying to move too quickly or get some new shoes, right? You know, and it's just it's just precarious with the ball in his hands. It's boom or bust, you know? And so I think you saw that last night just throughout the game where he did carry us offensively by volume. Um, as far as that turnover, was it a foul? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think you call that. I'm sure he did get hit on the arm. 
And his thinking was he saw Clay just had got double teamed at that same spot. And so he wanted to move it because he'd say, why don't you tuck that and hold it for the free throws? You're the best free throw shooter. I think he was conscious of Olenek ripping it from Clay 20 seconds earlier in that same trap. So a learning experience for Poole. And, you know, he's, he's just his pace. I, 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 Clarkson's a good template for him as a guy with a big bag, spazzy athletic guard. And he's just learned to play with pace, see the floor and make reads. Don't predetermine what you're going to do. Right. And so, look, I, it, it sucks. But Poole, uh, I, think, I think he got better last night, even though, you know, he made some costly mistakes. Clay Thompson is a different story. 25 shots, eight of 25, I might add. How many layups did he miss? Right. He was doing this same hand, same foot takeoff thing that clearly he doesn't have in the bag. Um, yeah, man, it's if you go back. A month ago when I was talking about this, I was complaining about this very thing. Clay on the weak side, just being a complete space cadet, just a complete space cadet. And you saw it in the most important moment of the game, right? He comes off, they give up the three and hell, hey, that's a hell of a play. Was that Nikhil Alexander that made that to actually like recognize and do that in time, right? Um, you don't assume, you read what's happening. You don't make predetermined reads out there. Uh, yeah. And then no one, if you watch the clip, no one even like looks at him when they come to the bench after the timeout. It's just, it's inexcusable at this stage in his career. And right, right now, I just don't enjoy watching Clay play basketball. You know, it's, it's funny. Like, I think I don't want to talk off the court here. I, I clearly, I don't know the man, right? I have a, a feel for who he is because I've watched his whole career, I'm not talking about in his personal life. But Clay, on the basketball court, has kind of always been this jerk. That's the truth. But he was so good, and the Warriors were so good, that it became kind of fun, right? It was fun. It was. It was. There was. There, it was just. It was fun. Everything. He's my favorite warrior, right? That's no longer the case. He's no longer this, the best two-way all-star shooting guard in this league. Right. And the team can't deal with it in the situation of, of, of the younger guys. Right. And so, yeah, right now it's just every even when he's making them, it don't feel good. It don't look right. It's like, dude, was that I don't know, man. Right. And so I say right now because I don't I, I think that he can still be a very good player on a contending team, but he has to change his mindset and his approach. He's got to focus on defense and it's going to be a different type of defense than he played in his prime, not on Kyrie, not on ball, being a ball stopper at the point of attack. He's got to start to learn the nuances, the team defense, the angles, the anticipation that an older defender can do because he has the size for it. We know he has the competitiveness for it, right? And I think what's happened is he has, he's, he knows he can't move laterally like he used to and, and defend physically like he used to. And so it seems almost as if he's written off that end of the floor and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be a, a, you know, an all defensive caliber guy. I'm not going to be a lockdown guy. I got to be a really good scorer. And so it's made him focus even more on his shooting 
And if you looked last night, he's looking up at the stats. He's he's very aware of his field goals and, and his attempts and, and how inefficient he is, but he keeps on chucking, right? And I just think that that's completely the wrong approach at this time, you know? And, and can he figure it out in time? I don't know. I think that his teammates need to do a better job of, of being honest with them. But it doesn't, I, who knows what they're saying behind closed doors. It sure doesn't seem like he's getting that message. I don't know. It, it looked like he had turned a corner here two weeks ago, but you slowly started to see him slip back into what he had been doing. And you knew it would come when he had a big night. I, I forget what game it was, right? He had a big night and then it was like, oh, oh, you know, insatiable, right? He just, he's too thirsty for his own at this point right now. I, I, I've been talking about it all, all, all year. It, it's unfortunate. And it was just, it was such a gut-wrenching loss because you had the Jonathan Kaminga coming out party. I'm going to get to that here in a second, right? But they battled back. Then you had it, it get spicy, right? So just in a vacuum, the way the game unfolded, you wanted it for the young guys. You wanted them to be rewarded for how well they played late down the stretch. On top of that, they needed the win in the standings with the Celtics coming into San Francisco Saturday for a slaughtering. Is that a word, slaughtering? So it, it was just this combination of, of, of getting kicked in the gut the way they lost it and just giving it away there. And, and I don't want to uh, let the coaching staff escape on this as well because clearly they're having late game issues closing out games, whether it's the veterans in there or the young guys. It doesn't matter. So some of that has to fall on the coaching staff in the details, right? Like Moody takes takes foul there late. Like, why did he take it there? It wasn't, that wasn't the time to take it. Like, let them do, like run the set, see what the set is. I, I Just all these details. And it's, it's a chicken or egg thing. A lot of the time when you, when you want to blame the coaches, because it's like, well, maybe they told them to do the right thing, but they didn't execute the right thing. I understand that, but we've got to acknowledge Steve and his staff have to do a better job communicating the details in crunch time. Let's talk about Jaku. Let's talk about it. I think he announced himself last night. Now, I've probably said that four times in his his season in, in a quarter that he's played in the NBA, right? There's been several of these games where you're like, all right, now, all right, like now he, he's in the mix now permanently, right? And it just, I'm going to say, I, I, I'll save that conspiracy for, for the, the patron breakdown on that, but let's just talk in, in, in facts here. The fact of the matter is Kaminga has earned himself a consistent rotation spot. Not eight, 10 minutes here, 20 plus minutes. What you saw in that fourth quarter, I, that needs to become a part of the team nightly. Maybe not with Steph on the floor, but they've got to get find a way to let him get touches and do what he does in the paint and be that explosive physical athlete. I know, what was it, a week ago, I said Sean Marion, just just uh, just fill in the blanks. Defend, rebound, and run. Absolutely. But I think he's also showing that there he deserves some touches, right? He deserves some touches, given the matchup. Styles make fights. Some nights, fine. I'm not saying every night he needs to score 20 points and take 15 shots. Absolutely not. But it needs to be prioritized far more than it has been. Far more. Right, you look at Jamichael Green, and 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 the, it, it like it just. <laughs> I'm gonna leave him alone right now. I'm gonna leave him alone right now. But again, 
enough of the seniority pecking order. Kaminga's kicking the door down, stop holding him back. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I, are you with me? It feels like they're holding him back a little bit. I get it. There's going to be nights where he's a minus 15 and he has five fouls in 20 minutes. But you got you to gotta let him play through that because we know what the ceiling and rewards are beyond that. And right now, frankly, they don't have a whole lot of any other options. You know what I mean? It doesn't make any sense that he's not playing 20 to 30 a game. It, uh, in most matchups. And so I'll leave you with this. I don't want to be negative. I'm not, I'm, I'm worked up because I'm still pissed off about the game, but overall big picture, if Kaminga is going to continue on this trajectory and be who we think he can be, then we're going to be all right here this season moving forward. There still needs to be moved. I still think they're showcasing Wiseman. I don't think they're trying to work him back in. That's further. The five minutes is further proof. To me, it kind of seems like Kerr's like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll play like, nah, nah. So I, I'm not, I, th there's moves to be made. They're going to have to change this bench and add some size. But if Kaminga's going to come on like this, I think that he is going to fix a lot of our worries. Maybe that's too much to put on a young player like that, but when you have that much talent, you're going to carry that much expectation. Hit that like, share, and subscribe. I'm out, Joe.